I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskin. Call 087-660-40-237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets, for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. Oh, we could all do with some escapism today and I have just the book. It's been described as the perfect Christmas read, fabulous for cosy winter evening reading. It's called It's a Wonderful Life for Lexi Byrne, 41 and a quarter, dealing with real life at Christmas, long distance love, the importance of female friendships, struggles of modern motherhood and the challenges of starting over. It's the ninth novel and first sequel written by my multi-talented next guest. This woman not only writes books, but she's a successful screenwriter and film director, creator, director, of uh, document films podcast host regular contributor to various magazines and TV shows and I'm delighted to have her on the line author Caroline Grace Cassidy is with us how are you getting on? Kind of exhausted after yeah. that I'm exhausted <laughs> and I forgot busy mom. I mean seriously yeah. girl how many hats do you have? <laughs> oh listen listen they're, they're wearing thin all the hats no it's great to talk to you this morning thanks for having me in this uh Rather dark, um, <laughs> dreary old day, huh? Oh, it's a horrible day, but a great day to be chatting about this book. Now, before I do, the last time we chatted was at the Boyne Valley International Film right. Festival. Yeah. And uh, it's great to, uh, news for you guys, because uh, not only is the, the novel released uh, to the world, but you have a script that has been picked up by a pretty big production company. Hallelujah! I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, very exciting. So it was. Um, it's actually a book I co-wrote with a friend called Bride Squad. Uh, the story behind this is we wrote it as a screenplay. It got picked up as they do, and nothing happened. So you know, this the journey of screenwriting is one step forward, three step back. You know, so we decided. You know what we'll do? We will turn it into a novel because they, the sort of Production companies love to have a novel to work with, okay. you know, because it already has a, so we put, we turned it as a, we turned it into a novel, put it out uh, called Bride Squad, and then we rewrote it as the screenplay, and yeah, so we're working with Vico Films, who would have done The Young Offenders, and, um, and Myriad Pictures in LA, so yeah, it's, it's almost at the top of that mountain, you just, 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 you know, you're just standing behind it saying, over you go, over you go. Yes, but, yes. But it's, it's looking, um, it's looking good. Thank God. That's fantastic because you know, there's, I, I can imagine there's nothing more soul destroying than doing all this work and then pitching to all these people because you've pitched to so many different uh, production companies and then sort of just silence. But you've persevered with Bride Squad. Well, you see, I was, 
we're actually eight years on this film oh, and wow. that's not unusual. That's a labour like, of love. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, it's kind of, you know, you look at lots of films like The Favourite, there were 15 years on that. So it, it just, it's just a really slow, arduous process to get all the all the pieces together. Do you know what I mean? You have the, it just, it takes a lot to pull it all together. So, you know, I think we're in the right place, the right time and with comedy. And I think a lot of people are really, you know, really want comedy. So yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a tough road, but you just like anything, you don't give up. Absolutely. You don't, you don't. So we watch this space on Bride Squad. So in between all of this, you know, you write novels and this is your ninth novel (laughs) and it's a sequel. Now, I imagine writing a sequel can be really daunting because, you know, the first book has done so, so phenomenally well. And uh, in this case, Lexi, people know who she is and know kind of what she's about. So I'd imagine it's like, how can I top what I've just yeah. written. <laughs> yeah, it's it's exactly like that. It was the first time that I really got, I mean, you always get fantastic messages and readers, but people really wanted to know like if the romance worked out. And I, I think personally, it's because so many romances now are, are set up on Tinder or mm-hmm. so people aren't exactly in the same country. So we were years ago, you met someone in the local bar. So you know he was from down the road or she was from down the road. And, you know, but I think now this kind of long distance romance, so I think that's what kind of really piqued the interest. But yeah, you're right. So, and I agreed to do it. I thought, okay, well, you know, all the characters are there and the storylines are formed. But I suppose what I, what I had to do was be true to the character because I think everybody wanted Lexi to live happily ever yes. after. Yes. That ain't the real world. No, and, and that's not necessarily her. No, no, no. No, and you know, that wouldn't have been her. Lexi's a really independent woman. You know, the, the whole reason behind her kind of being in the world was the narrative that women over 40 are desperate to meet a man and get married really, really bugged me. Mm. It bugged me so much, you know. So I was trying to write for, for, for this woman who's perfectly happy, thank you very much. Yes. She doesn't need anything else in her life. She's got a goddamn great life. But, you know, she does go out one night and gets hit by a door. You know, so it's kind of, you know, this meet cute and, and meets this fantastic guy. But he lives in the Cotswolds and he's a, an ex-wife who's very much still present in his life and, and a child. And I think when, when you sort of meet somebody first and baggage is the wrong word, but I suppose you have, you know, a, a past. Well, he has a past. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. has a past. So I think it's, it's OK in the, in the throes of, you know, the the chemical romance and, you know, the endorphins are going off. But I think when the dust settles and two years later, uh, when I went back to revisit that long distance relationship, I had to be very true to the difficulties, I think, yeah. of, of that. Yeah, because I, I've never done the long distance thing. I mean... <laughs> Yeah. I like it, it, long distance to me is he lives in Dublin. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And you know, the thing is, then I set it as well purposely at Christmas because yes, is there any worse time to feel lonely well, than at Christmas? It. You know. So I think, and also people who have families and and children and partners that are part of that tend to have to spend and rightfully so spend time with with their children. So it was. I was trying to put Lexi into this situation where yeah, okay, I kind of still am on my own. You know, even mm. though I have this great relationship, but, you know, she had been kind of sitting around waiting for him, you know, to come whenever he could. And they were seeing less and less of each other. And so, again, it's about female empowership. But the, the most important part of, of all of the Lexi books is her friendship with Anne-Marie and nurturing those old friendships. And I think, you know, Anne-Marie did go off and got married and had kids. And it's trying to find that bring that friendship back together when one is so busy, yes. so, so, so involved with kids and family and the other person has a lot more time on their hands. You know, and I see it a lot and it's a very different dynamic, but, you know, 
the most important relationships in our lives are our female friends. Oh, up. totally, <laughs> totally. And I love that you have this at the centre because, you know, the, the many women that I have in my life, and there's not a huge group, but they're, they're so important to me and they literally yeah. know every single thing about me. And the great thing about this is even when we do get caught up in our lives and in our work and in our families, whenever we meet up again, and it could be ages, mm. it's like we've never left each other, if you know yeah. what I mean. You can yeah. just pick up. Yeah. And, you know, and it's so important. And I think, you know, the, the friendships that we kind of form years ago, I mean, they, they're just the bones of us. They know yeah. who we are. Like, no, I mean, it's fantastic to make new friends along the way in life. But I just think those early friendships are, are just deathly important to, to, you know, especially to women. I don't yeah. know why. I just think that we really, we trust in each other so much and we talk so much. And, you know, it's just, I think it's what makes women great is that they share so much. And so I think as, as we get older, it's just trying to protect those friendships and make sure we make time for them. Oh, completely. And that is the key thing. Uh, now, you said it's set at Christmas, which we're all gearing up mm-hmm. for. Uh, now, you're a big lover this time of year, aren't you? It's beginning to look like <laughs> yeah, I was born on Christmas Day. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you've got a double celebration, Christmas so Day did, and the yeah. birthday. Yeah, I do. Christmas, though. I mean, yeah, it is my favourite time of the year. It's just gorgeous. I love everything about it. So every chapter in this book is a Christmas song, like the fairy tale New York, and do they know it's Christmas? And, and within that chapter... There's a there's a poignant part of the song. Do you know what I mean? The something will resonate with the song within it. But yeah, I just love it. I just think it's a gorgeous time of year, and I think we all kind of just after the mayhem of the oh what's I buy and the shopping and all that, just sit by the fire and you know you just get to relax and watch TV and you know eat chocolate and because that's what everyone else is doing. You know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's, it's kind of like lock like lockdown was. You're kind of going oh everyone's doing the same thing. Oh, it's a shared experience. It, yeah, it totally it's such is. a shared experience and and just writing about Christmas and. You know, just the, the Grafton Street lights going on or all around, you know, the country, the lights going on. You know, Lexi's just kind of watching it all and thinking how magical it is. And life is magical. And that's the thing, you know, it doesn't, it isn't only magical because you've met the man or you have the babies, you've got the brilliant job or, you know, life is just magical anyway, you know. So it's trying to let her step back and just look at what she has herself and go, God, yeah, you know, this is great, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And uh, in terms of, you know, the locations, you have Dublin, as you said, but you've got New York at Christmas yeah. time. Now, that's a bucket list of mine. And this is, I no doubt, uh, from chatting to you, no doubt this is described so, so well in the book, the descriptions of New York. Well, it's so funny you say that, Sinead, because so Lexi and Amory, before Amory had the kids, their bucket list, they work in a shopping centre in town and their, on their bucket list was New York at Christmas time. And they had like, you know, afternoon tea in the Plaza Hotel, yeah. you know, champagne on top of the, uh, on top of the um, <laughs> Empire. Empire State Building, <laughs> you know, just a um, tavern on the green. So they have all these things to do together. But Amory has got that new mother anxiety that okay. she just can't leave her job. So anyway, Lexi is kind of swept off her feet and, and, and goes to New York. But it's it's not the way she planned it. You know, they, she always thought they'd go together as a friend. And I have no spoiler alert. No, no. It's uh, Yeah, it's just a magical place to write at Christmas. You know, they're in Bloomingdale's and it's all the kind of the stuff that had wowed her, you know, Tiffany's. And yeah, it's just, it's everything that Christmas should be, New York, I think. Oh, absolutely is. And, uh, you know, now I know you're concentrating on the screen night writing predominantly, but you have to at least round up the novels to 10. So I'm going to throw it out there and say, <laughs> would you write a trilogy now? Would you write the third of Lexi's adventures? <laughs> well, I wouldn't like to leave you uneven, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm also, I'm writing a TV show with another um, Irish writer called Kira Garrity at the moment. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, look, you know, I'm just trying to, it's so hard. The screenplay is so different to the novel because it has to be so, you know, it's 100 pages, that's it, where the yeah. novel is like, you know, 900,000 or 100,000 words and you just prose and you drag it all out. So, but you never know. I did leave this one at the end with a little... Oh, okay, I'm liking that. And yeah. well, you see, you could marry the two because I have a feeling that Lexi could make her way to the big screen or at least a Netflix sort of series, limited series, I think. Oh, uh, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I did start to do a little bit of um, of putting her down on paper for screen. So, so yeah, we'll see. I just think, I just always wanted to write just a really independent woman who was 40 and over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We just don't see enough of it. Oh, we really you don't. Know. And that's why I love the 41 and a quarter is so important in the title of this yeah. book. <laughs> you know, the whole thing about the, the ages as well is because women, you know, when they're hitting coincides, people keep asking her age, you know. Yeah. And, and, and oh God, you know, and then they suddenly, oh, she's not children and she's doing 40 or she's 41 and a quarter. That's it. Like she's never, we're just biologically, we're tied to our age so much, you know. So, you know, men just never have to worry about those no. kinds of things. And, you know, or... You know, even like physically, you know, man goes grey. Oh, he's a, he's a, you know, he's a fox. You know, it's not the same for women. And yeah, he's yeah. distinguished. So, you know, just all those. I have two young girls, you know, so I'm just trying to, you know, in our little world, just be just so positive to them that, you know, women don't have to be what, what they, you know, what they think they're supposed to be. You know, it's, it's who you want to be yourself. And I think Lexi kind of has that strength in her. You know, she's a real... She's just a very strong person yeah. and, and knows herself and, you know, had gone out with a douchebag before and just thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it. You know, I yeah. ain't ever doing that again. So, so yeah, she, she was a lovely character. To, she's a lovely character to be around, I think. Yeah, for sure. And it's exactly what we need. It really is at this uh, time of the year. I have really thoroughly enjoyed our chat, Carolyn. Yeah, thank you thank so, you. so much for joining us and the best luck with this. And I'll be watching out for Bride Squad. There's only yes. b- b- big things coming for that as well. I'll be back on to chat to you when we Absolutely. get there when, the, when production goes. <laughs> Absolutely. And listen, if it does, right, if it does, yeah. uh, maybe I might be an extra there in the background. It's like, that's another bucket list thing now for me. It's just, yeah. I could be girl in background, right? <laughs> right, that's a deal. Your contract's in the post. <laughs> Thanks so much, Caroline Grace Cassidy there. It's called It's a Wonderful Life for Lexi Byrne, aged 41 and a quarter. It is out now. It's the perfect Christmas gift for yourself or somebody else in all good bookshops now. LMFM Podcasts. With CNC Carpets, we bring the showroom to you. Or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 4237. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.